Welcome back, SDPN fans, hockey fans, ladies and gentlemen, children, and people of all ages to Game Over Toronto. Uh, unexpectedly, the Leafs completely dominated the Penguins from the moment the buzzer went to start the game, ending the whole game seven goals to nothing. Arguably could have been eight, but let's not nitty pick. Uh, I have a fresh freezing cold bottle of uh <clears throat> pen's tears straight out of the uh <laughs> pittsburgh bench bucket actually um so welcome to game over uh my name is lauren williamson on the other hand side of the screen we have harnish patel uh we are happy to have you here if you are here for the first time welcome to game over if you are here for the hundredth time we are happy to have you back harnish even though this is the second leafs shutout in two weeks is this the most statement game by the Leafs so far, especially considering that our best players out for the game. hundred percent. Yeah. Today was an absolute statement. Uh, they, the whole league has to be on watch for this team at this point, a seven Oh win against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Obviously they're not a, a fantastic team, right? But still seven Oh, they got a shutout with their third line goal, their third line goal goaltender, Martin Jones, who was who was remember, he passed through waivers. Okay, let's not forget about this. That's insane. They were missing Austin Matthews. They've had in like sickness issues, like flu that's been going around the entire uh the entire roster. And they come out today and they get seven. Seven. Oh, doesn't that sound good to say? Seven. Seven. They didn't. They didn't bottle it. They didn't. They they didn't let one go in at all. They they stood tall and they helped their their uh, their goaltender keep a clean sheet as well. At the end of the day, oh, I love it. I love it. It's pretty good to not only score a touchdown but to get the extra point with the field goal as well. <laughs> uh, definitely, especially considering the last three game overs that I've been on have been overtime losses. Don't get me wrong. I was hoping that the Leafs were going to pull out a win. I didn't think that they were going to show up the way that they did, but they wasted no time, despite the fact that not only is Austin Matthews out, but TJ Brody also out, although he's had a rough couple mm -hmm. games lately. But also, on a more positive note, returning to the team tonight, Matthew Nyes and Timothy Lilligren finally laces up his skates and attends the game and plays for the first time in what feels like six weeks, uh, which I guess gives us a pretty good idea for a time loan for Joseph Wall, right? Like, Timothy Lilligren was out, similar ages, six weeks, high ankle sprain, so... I guess we will see Joseph Wall about halfway through January. But let's talk about the fact that Matthew Nice starts the game a minute and 52 seconds in with a goal. Top glove, top shelf glove. The Leafs capitalized on that spot multiple times tonight. And boy, did he just look fired up. Just mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. fired up. And the the nice fight immediately following that, after Domi gets hit <laughs> five minutes later, um... It was just a really good start to the game, especially for someone that hasn't played the last two games. Yeah, I mean, five minutes in, he's uh, two-thirds of the way on the Gordie Howe hat-trick. Uh, spoiler alert, he uh, achieves it a little bit later on in the game. Uh, yeah, Matthew and Isaac, he's had, like, he's had two games off, um, and he comes out today with a new center, right? Domi, he's, he's centering him on that top line with, uh, uh, with, with Marner. And he looks like he didn't skip a single beat. Right. Um, that goal, first of all, 
great play by by Domi as well. He's the one who makes that play on that. Uh, Matthew Nye is the backhand. Oh, like using, he's so good with using his body and just getting himself in the perfect position. Yep. He was able to to defend the puck as he skated in real real hard, and then gets the backhand. Fantastic finish. But what really impressed me the most was uh, him dropping the gloves against uh, uh, Ludwig, right? Because we saw Ludwig, he cross-checked Domi on the boards. Yep. Domi clearly looked like he was in pain. He was on the ground for a little bit. And Nyes does not skip a beat. He goes straight after him and yep. he's like, listen, that's my guy. You are not doing this. I am not going to let you get away with this. That There are repercussions that have to be made. And um, that's exactly what you want to see, right? You don't want to see Ryan Reeves having to like make up for it on another shift or whatnot. You want to see everyone being aggressive and and showing that passion. And that's exactly what he showed today. Now, ideally, you don't want him to have to fight more often than not, right? Right. But the fact that he he threw down the gloves and stood up for his guy, that was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And that's exactly the type of hockey. That's exactly the type of mentality that's going to make you go far in the playoffs. Oh, 100%. And we're going to talk about Domi later on. Lots of people in the chat. And you and I are pretty much agreeing that that was Max Domi's best game as a Leaf. Um, 100%. Matthew Nyes, it's funny, eh? To begin the season, he played a couple games last season. But there was so much hype surrounding him that I feel like to some degree we're all kind of waiting for the shoe to drop and for him to fall short of what we thought we were going to get. And he has somehow, this player, this rookie, this kid... This child, for all intents and purposes, has come in and blown the doors off in so many more ways than we expected. Like, don't get me wrong, we all knew he had a good shot and that he has the ability to make really good plays. He got an assist on the series-winning goal last year, right? That's not a quiet fact. But for him to have come in and somehow be bigger and larger and play larger than life and larger than he is, even though he's a huge player, for him to not only get the Gordie Howe hat trick in the game, which he does, for him to be able to gain the position that he is at such a young age is so good to see. And so for for some of this grit, the sandpaper to be rubbing off on him, and for him to now suddenly start deciding that he's ready to drop the gloves on another team is like, it's like all of our Christmas wishes are all coming true early. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's... Don't get me wrong. I think we were all excited and anticipating that he was going to play well, but I don't think any of us had it in the cards except other than like a joking way or like just, you know, like a, a fantasy land sugar bubble way of thinking he was going to be this way. But he has come and he has delivered and this kid has arrived and holy shit did him and and uh, Max Domi have a game of their lives tonight. Uh mm -hmm. The Leafs got multiple four-on-four -four opportunities tonight, which is something that's uncommon. They also finally get their first five-on-three of the season. But Mitch Marner gets the next goal. Max Domi again getting assists, and Nicky Bobby as well. Top glove side once again on Tristan Jury. That's Marner's eighth goal and 13th point in his last eight games. Uh, safe to say he has bumped the slump from earlier this season, and we're not, we're, we're not worried about Mitch Marner at this point, right? hundred percent. Um, honestly, like the, the criticism that these guys get, uh, when they're, when they're in their slumps, it's, it's purely from the fact that we know that they can be better and they are better players right now. We never expect that that slump is going to continue. Sure. We, we just know that it's just a matter of time before, before they start playing back to normal. And when they do, it's, 
just insane. It looks like they can just take over the entire game and just win it by themselves alone. Um, and Marner, the amount of skill that this guy possesses, thank God we did not trade him. <laughs> I right? love. Oh my gosh. It's moments like these where you're just like, holy crap. And, and it, like, we'll talk about the, the next, the next goal as well. I think he assisted on one of the goals where it was like a, a between the legs pass as well. Oh man, that's the second in between the pass play that he made. The last game he got a goal through yep. playing uh shooting in between the legs and then the in between legs pass over here. Uh he's just so so skilled and yeah, he's been playing really really well as of late. Um but honestly like today everyone played well. Like Everybody even Bertuzzi well. who had totally some complaints. Agree. Yeah, he stepped up too. Uh so it's good to see Marner having a great game. Uh one thing I do want to mention on that play though, Domi stripping that 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 uh uh stripping the puck as the pens were trying to get out of the neutral zone the only reason we have a chance the only reason we have a play is because domi strips them yeah right that play is completely um uh up because of because uh, of domi yep. and you love to see it and even that uh i think they they showed ty on the screen as well afterwards he was loving it domi had had so much passion on that martyr could like you could see it, they're just playing really, really well. Domi, oh, I wish he could play like this every single game because this is exactly <laughs> what we want out of him. Three points today, man. He looks so good. He looks so good. Yeah, him and Bertuzzi leading the way with three points, both. Um, if they, you know, the, we got these players anticipating that they were going to be factors, um, hopefully in the playoffs, and this is the first game where they have both led the charge like don't get me wrong N marner nylander and gregor and nyes all with multiple points as well but mm -hmm. for bertuzzi and domi to to be the ones to step up in a game where austin matthews is out it yeah. got it, it fills me with fills my boots with a little more confidence you know what i mean like they're a little bit heavier and a little bit more ready to kick the snot out of the other team and so let's talk about what finishes the first period off who got his first goal in the nhl harnish Bobby McMahon, let's go! Yes, first goal in the NHL. Well. Beautiful goal Great as well. With a minute and 34 to go. And boy, did he just look so jacked for that. The whole team mm -hmm. just, it looked like they, they were all sitting on uh, on Tesla coils on the bench when he when he scored that goal. And so to end the first period, the Leafs are up 3 nothing. Very inspiring, uh, considering the last game that they played, they were down! Uh... 2 nothing at the end of the first period. So for the shoe to be on the other foot, boy, did it feel good. I felt awful good eating my dinner in that for in the first intermission there. Um, mm -hmm. Martin Jones, start, not Martin Jones. Yeah, Martin Jones starting the second period with a really good save, a minute and 12 seconds in, keeping the Leafs up 3 nothing. Pittsburgh iced it. And then Max Domi with a just an absurd reception of the pass from Mitch Marner Domi with the ridiculous patience to get it around when Jari mm -hmm. falls and that play actually is the one that has Tristan Jari pulled and Alex Nadelkovic comes in in relief um, Matthew Nye's getting the assist on that play and getting the and completing the Gordiao hat trick it 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 felt kind of like a fever dream like it felt like the second period was about to happen and I was kind of anticipating the pet Pittsburgh Penguins scoring two goals right away just because it it felt like that's what was going to happen a little bit yeah I mean it happened uh what was it against the Rangers as well where they they were up and then the second period they had a downturn and yep. come back in the third um yeah but no they they completely like shut the gates and they, they said listen this is our game and um 
we'll 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 talk more about the uh the different goals but i just want to do a quick uh get a quick thing in um despite the penguins like i guess out shooting uh the the leaves on it in the first period it was like 11 11 the second period was 14 20 in favor of uh the pens they did not look like they had a lot of high scoring chances at all no right nope it, it, it was, did not feel like the that the Penguins were winning on the shot clock in any way, shape, or form. I was stunned, stunned that they that they had more shots than the Leafs did. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. And the, like, I guess it makes sense. Um, it makes sense. We'll we'll get into it more afterwards, anyways. But yeah, it was just a really interesting fact that the the Leafs, despite getting outshot, they definitely controlled most of the the high scoring chances or the opportunities. Yeah, and I think this tonight's game was a perfect example of the fact that the Leafs don't necessarily need out-of-this-world goaltending. They mm-hmm. need, like, mediocre, solid, just great mid middle-of-the-pack goaltending. And even though he got the shutout tonight, like, he played 48 games last year. So Martin Jones is definitely someone that's used to a heavier workload. So for him to be able to come in, having only played one other game this season as a Leaf, really, like... It was very good to see him play so well. And mm-hmm. I feel like to some degree, there are going to be people that are saying, oh, well, now he has the second spot on the Leafs uh, goalie roster. And while that might not complete, be completely untrue, uh, it's also still very early. He's only played a, a couple of games. So let's not let's not send ship, ship, ship Sammy out to the <laughs> AHL any sooner than we have to. But definitely a great game by him. And you know what's funny? You and I did the game over on Thursday night, and one of the things that we talked about with Samsonov was the fact that he has a really hard time co- closing his post gaps. Mm-hmm. And tonight was a perfect example of what just steady, calm, patient, just rock solid, just good positioning goaltending can do and how much confidence it gives the team to play in front of someone that's playing that well with his rebound control, with his, with his decision-making with moving left and right, the way he was able to temper all of the rebounds and stop as many of the juicy rebounds as possible. I mean, I know we started the stream with saying it didn't feel like Pittsburgh got goalied, but like, did they kind of a little bit or was it, they got decent goaltending and they just played really good defensively. I think it's a mixture of both. Like when you have 38 saves in the night with, uh, with Jones, obviously um, he obviously had like played fantastic, right? There was quite a few chances where, Hey, Pittsburgh could have, uh, could have netted a couple, right? I'm looking at the expected goals and uh, Pittsburgh's sitting at a 2.9. So almost at three, right? So clearly he, he had a great game. Clearly there were chances sure. that he was able to stop and whatnot, which is, which is important. And it's interesting looking at Martin Jones. Cause like if you look at his last couple of seasons, um, especially last year, I know he had a decent season, I guess, for, for, uh, for Seattle. He had, I believe 27 wins. But if you look at the actual stats under, um, uh, under that season, he actually had a pretty bad goals against, and and his uh, expected uh, his his ranking for his expected goals above was actually pretty low. He was like one of the worst goaltenders uh, in the league in that stat, right? Mm. Um, so it's it's interesting how he had a fantastic game today. I hope that this continues. Sure. I know he has been working a, really hard uh, in the off season. Um, with with his coaches and one on his goaltending and clearly it's paying dividends for for the Leafs and for him right now um do I expect him to be like this 
uh, and show the same consistency? Probably not. He's probably going to come back down to normal. But for this game, he was fantastic. He looked like he controlled every single moment of the game. And honestly, I can't remember a single time in this, this game where he had maybe a... Um, uh, a desperation play or anything like that. It looked like he was control in control through and throughout, right? Yeah, I totally agree. He just looked real calm. He looked real cool and real collected in that in the crease. Every time he got out of the net to make a play, I wasn't nervous about it. He yeah. had really just sound decision-making. He wasn't taking too many risks. Now, maybe part of that was because he there was so much defensive support in front of him that he had... Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like a quid pro quo, right? Like, because the Leafs are getting solid goaltending, they play with more confidence, they play better defense, they play more man-to-man, -man. They, they're able to close the gap a little bit more and cover, instead of fantasizing about the fact that they have to, you know, maybe try and block shots more. Like, don't get me wrong, the, I'm looking at the box score now, and the Leafs actually led the game in block shots with 19 over Pittsburgh's 14. Um, mm -hmm. But the Penguins led with hits, Guess how many hits the Leafs had compared to the Penguins? Have you seen this yet? I haven't. I haven't. So um, more than double. That, oh, really? Spoiler. Yeah. The Leafs oh, had crap. 15 hits to the Penguins, 34. So <laughs> definitely a crushing night for the Leafs on the receiving end. But the Leafs do the opposite and take 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 advantage of the opportunities that they have on the power play in the second period, getting two big power play goals. John Tavares mm -hmm. leading the way, getting the goal that puts them up five, nothing from Austin, from not Austin Matthews, from William Nylander <laughs> and Morgan Riley, four minutes and 25 seconds in only two minutes after Max Domi put them up four, nothing. And it really, at that point, it really felt just like a flurry at no point. Did it feel like it was going to be the complete opposite of the, the game the other night against the blue jackets where, we felt like the Penguins were going to come back in the third period. It really felt like the Leafs were just going to kind of run the show, and it was more of a matter of if they were going to get a shutout or not. Um, yeah. But the Leafs, the pe the PK was so good all night as well. Uh, the the Penguins were held without a power play goal, which was very nice to see. Uh, the pa the penalty minutes, 33 penalty minutes for the Penguins, for the 15 penalty minutes for the Leafs. Um, and then to finish off the third period. Noah Gregor with another power play goal with one second to go. Uh, another <laughs> example of just a great pass from Bertuzzi. Uh, mm -hmm. That's if he, Bertuzzi can make, continue to make passes the way that he did tonight. And for the Leafs to be able to capitalize on them the way they are, I greatly look forward to the Leafs having him in the playoffs because <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's nice to see the Leafs play sound defensively, but in the playoffs, the last couple of years, the problem has been goal scoring. So mm -hmm. for po for secondary scoring to be able to step up the way that he has, and he just seems to be getting better with every game that he plays in the in the blue jersey. Exactly, and and like he just had like a very bad start of the season. <laughs> like yeah. those ten games were egregious, and uh, yeah, the way he's turned it around um, so far has been really good to see. Uh, there's still a lot more that I I think that he can give, yeah. especially in in terms of scoring. Um, I can't remember. Uh, how long it's been since he he's had a goal um but it's it's i think it's been uh, it's been a couple games um so yeah he he definitely has more to give in terms of his scoring but for all of his playmaking his assists and whatnot today uh he had two great ones right that that noah gregor one fantastic what oh, a great yeah. pass yep. and then nylander as well to finish off in the third right um bertuzzi could have taking the shot but he ends up going for the uh 
higher, I guess, uh, the, the higher score and chance option or whatever with, yeah. with Nylander and, and instead choosing to pass to him. And that just shows me that he's a guy that doesn't care about this, about stat pattern. He wants to win. He yep. wants to set his team up and he wants to do essentially what's, what's best to get this team some, some W's and, and put it, put the team in a, in the best position possible to win. Right. Uh, that's exactly what you need, uh, in the playoffs. And it's great to see that, that he's, he's, um, he, he's showing this aspect of his game, right? And he's getting this going. Yeah, honestly, the the notes that I have on that Nylander goal with five minutes to go in the in the third period, Nylander from Bertuzzi. Just literally, I put the word patience with arrows pointing from Bertuzzi yeah. and Nylander because even <laughs> though Bertuzzi has has gone several games without a goal, he wasn't the selfish play. And maybe other players that the Leafs have had in the past, they would try to score a goal there instead of mm-hmm. getting in, getting the best opportunity for the team. Um, mm-hmm. And so for him to wait as long as he did and for Nylander to just pump the brakes just enough to keep moving, but a little bit slower before getting over the red line, yeah. it was a beautiful read by Bertuzzi and it was a great reception of the pass and a great goal by Nylander. And like to some degree, I almost feel bad for Pittsburgh fans because I think that they thought that tonight's game was going to be a little bit more competitive from the Penn side and the Leafs just ran their show tonight, man. Like, I uh, don't get me wrong. I I really loved Kyle Dubas when he was here. I imagine that was probably a tough loss for him to have to swallow. Oh yeah, I mean every time they panned out to him, it looked like he was in absolute despair and he wanted to get the hell out of there. Um, and especially like today was a a uh, Father's Day or Father's uh, uh, road trip for for the Penguins, right? Not a lot of happy fathers, I'd assume. Nobody's uh, nobody's getting some Timmies. Nobody's getting no. some uh, some Timbits or some coffee after the game. That's for sure. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of lecturing. Uh, yeah, you, you expected them to play a lot better. And in that third, was I mistaken? I, I'm pretty sure I saw a uh, a penguin's hat getting thrown onto the ice or it whatever. It did happen, right? Yep. <laughs> that kind of sums it up. Yep. Uh, the Pens just had a had a pretty pretty bad game, but it's kind of been their season so far i mean like other than the two wins that they got uh last week they've lost four in a row and uh it it was it was so bad to the point where dubas had to come out and be like hey i gotta instill some more confidence in, or i i gotta tell show the fans that i still have confidence in mike sullivan yep um uh, after the game today maybe that dwindles a little bit <laughs> a little bit <laughs> I feel like if if I just if we can just remove ourselves as Leaf fans for just a quick second and play Imagination Land, I imagine that the Leaf that the Penguins looking at the lineup and seeing that one of their top defensemen in TJ Brody and most consistent, even though he hasn't played great this season, um, for one of their top four D men to be out and their top goal scoring, uh, Hart winning, Richard winning, uh, MVP of the of the team out. I think I you have to imagine that the Pens were probably licking at their chops to to have an opportunity to maybe right the ship and have a big win against the Leafs, mm-hmm. and so for the Leafs to kind of rise to the occasion and do the opposite of what we might have been expecting, hearing that Austin Matthews was out. Don't get me wrong, like I in games where the Leafs haven't had Austin Matthews, they have more often than not risen to the occasion, but. Just because of how the season has kind of gone the last couple of weeks with forcing overtime and everything, 
there wasn't like a little bit there i'm not gonna lie there was an itty bitty little bit of seed of doubt when i heard austin matthews was out that maybe the game was gonna swing the other way tonight and that it was going to be a lot closer than it was so Mm -hmm. i was i was i couldn't be happier to be wrong if i can be totally honest it was a breath of fresh air It, it it the whole game just it i i don't know if i've felt more relaxed watching a game all season Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and we we got to focus on the the depth scoring a little bit because yeah. yeah, like the reason why we won today was not because of Tavares, Nylander, Marner. Nope. It wasn't because of our top guys. It was definitely because of our depth, right? Yep. Nias gets uh gets one. Marner obviously gets on the board. Tavares, but we get contributions from Bobby McMahon, Max Domi, Noah Gregor as well. Like. Only five it was a game. tonight that played. Not only five skaters that played tonight didn't get a point. Everybody else that's, got a point. Yeah, that's insane. And it was also the trust that that um that Keith had in the rest of the lineup, right? Yeah. Um, now the Leafs generally are a team that obviously likes to rely heavily on their top two lines. Um, I'm looking at the time on ice and. A lot of these other guys have, have, have got a ton of minutes, right? David yeah. Camp was the lead-in uh, forward or, or, or skater crazy. that had, yeah, exactly that had that had uh, the most time on ice, right? And then another guy, Timothy Lilligren. I mean, the guy has been out for God knows how long. Yep, hasn't had a practice under his belt. The the, the Leafs yesterday they chose to give a, a day off, uh, which is probably the right option considering how many games they played as of late. Um, and he comes in gets paired up with Riley and hosts the most amount of time on the ice, right? Um, and he he looked pretty good, honestly, um, when when he was on today as well. Didn't look like he skipped too much of a beat. No. And um, He had yeah, that one, the... like, two-minute and 41-second shift, right? That whole exactly. PK, he killed the whole thing. And he blocked a shot on that as yeah. well. Like. It's he had a tough assignment today, and he rose to the occasion, which is exactly what you want to see. Uh, yep. It was hilarious that he he has essentially got thrown trial by fire, but uh, <laughs> it was it was good to see that he rose up. And um, another thing, uh, you mentioned as well the the commitment to defense from the rest of our skaters that was absolutely um, the case, and and that's something that Keith also mentioned yesterday. So, or sorry, today pregame, uh, he was asked about Sammy. And uh, he said he doesn't want to put too much emphasis on Sammy. Obviously, there he should have had a couple saves, but the big onus was on the the lack of of um, uh, of defensive minded plays or or whatever from from the forwards. Right, the first two goals from the yesterday or uh, two games ago were because of turnovers. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he was quick to blame that the forwards were not playing well and they didn't give Sammy any help. Today was the opposite. Yeah. Uh, the Leafs absolutely helped the crap out of Martin Jones. And despite him having to take 38 saves or having to make 38 saves, it really didn't look like he got completely shelled. Um, it looked like there were a lot of low scoring chances. And uh, yeah, overall, just an insane performance through and through from every single person uh, on the Leafs. Yeah. And we talk about defensive performances. Mitch Marner only played 15 minutes and 35 seconds tonight. William Nylander and Tyler Bertuzzi both had more time on the ice than Mitch Marner, which, concerning Mitch Marner plays on the PK, is surprising. So, mm-hmm. as you said, you know, the stats are backing up your truth here. The fact that the Leafs, the whole team was playing really well defensively. They weren't just relying on their top guys. It was 
probably the most solid team win that we've seen so far from the Buds this season. And it was, I mean, what a Christmas gift, right? Like a couple of weeks early, but uh, it's my last game actually before Christmas. So ha- Merry Christmas to me. Uh, it was, it was, it was just, a, <laughs> it was just a good game, man. And like, you know, there were the Leafs fans were we're feeling just as good as we are right now because, you know, five minutes into the third period, all you hear is doobas. <laughs> and, like, don't get me wrong. I don't really like – I'm not a big fan of trolling. But, like, you have to imagine he was probably, you know, loosening his tie a little bit by the end of the by the end of the end third period there. <laughs> he right? wanted to get the hell out of there oh, as yeah. soon as possible. Probably not the return to Toronto that he would have been hoping for for himself as the GM and president of the Penguins. Uh, I can't imagine they're going to kick him out. But not a great showing from Pittsburgh tonight. Um, so we have 132 people watching right now and one like. So if you could all go just do us a quick favor, just scroll down, hit that thumbs up button, uh, share the stream with a friend. It would really help us out. Make sure you subscribe as well. And make sure you get your questions in because we're going to be doing the press conference in just a quick second. Now, we touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, should we t- maybe talk a little bit more about how well Martin Jones played tonight and the yes. fact that he's making a pretty solid argument that if – a that if a goal goaltending change needs to happen, that it might not be Jonesy that gets it. And let me ask you a question to start before you answer that. Mm-hmm. Who do you have start on Tuesday against oh, the Rangers? Martin Jones. It's yeah, the same it, thing I said last. Yeah, the same thing I said last game. Um, play, your, play your hot hand, right? Martin Jones, he had a fantastic game against the Rangers. And now he posts a shutout. Um, yeah, like he... He, we are so lucky that he passed through waivers and we were able to retain him. Because think about it, if we didn't, ooh, he would have been an oiler. We'd be, <laughs> yeah, we would. We'd be in a tough spot right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just instills so much confidence having a guy out there that clearly is playing with poise, playing yep. with uh with, with a lot of confidence. Um. And you kind of got to back him in that in in that situation, right? If he has a fantastic game, which he did today. Give him a chance to to really play for that that uh that second spot, right? Sammy obviously has not played great throughout the season. Um, now obviously I would prefer Sammy to to get back to his normal self, but if that's not the case, then you gotta play with the guy who's get, getting you some wins, who's who's giving you some confidence. And right now, that's Martin Jones. I think Jonesy definitely gets the belt tonight. Again, oh, like he he didn't make any like world beater saves. I don't think there was a single like highlight reel save that he made tonight. It was just solid goaltending in front of solid in behind solid defense, like straight up. And mm-hmm. he earned the belt because he, you know, he does make the saves when they need to, and and that's why you bring in veteran goaltending. Right. Exactly. That's why that's why even though we all want to see like the six foot nine Hildebeest in net at some point in the Leafs and we are going to get there, you know, for the Leafs to have brought in a veteran defenseman who has over 450 games in the league. He's been around the block a couple of times. He's been on a couple of teams. He knows what his job is for him to come in and perform and be a solid third stringer that isn't named Michael Hutchinson is mm-hmm. just it just it's a breath of relief. I'm sure everybody in chat, if you could just do the uh, the exhalation emoji in the chat, if you feel the same way, because it really does feel like <laughs> a breath of fresh air going through the Leafs locker room with a veteran goaltender that is going to challenge for the second spot. It's it's good to see in a little bit more internal competition, even though Wall's going to be out for six weeks. It's nice to see that the battle is going to continue and that 
it might be won by someone that was our third stringer making league men that passed through waivers earlier this year. Like I didn't have that exactly. on my bingo card. My goodness. But this is the same situation that we saw with Wall last season, right? Last season we expected Murray and Samsonov, and uh, towards the end it ended up being Sammy and Wall, right? A guy that we yep. did not really expect to to be playing in that, right? So it's it's a game of inches. Um, whoever has been performing well, you you stick with them. And yeah, you, to your point, having some kind of competition is absolutely inter- uh, uh, absolutely important, right? Um, because this gives the Leafs a little bit more of an option to say, hey, <clears throat> we aren't forced to to look for another goaltender like instantly, right? It gives them some leeway, it gives them some headroom, it gives them some options, which is always what you want, um, uh, that you want for for your organization, right? Yeah, music for Al in the chat. He passed through waivers because of the $100,000 poison pill added to the contract. Uh, that's a hell of an addition, and you're you're totally right, Al. A uh, hell of an addition to a contract stipulation. And if that's the reason that he passed through, then I think I give Brandon Pritt an extra double pat on the back because uh, thank you, Brandon. That You're the reason for that. I, I know that... Brad for Living didn't come up with that idea. I know that was all you. Uh, so let's get to some questions, shall we? Mm-hmm. Matthew in the chat, if we put Sammy on waivers, do you think he gets claimed? Ah, <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, I, think anti- so. I, yeah. I mean, Anti Rant has went through waivers today. We'll see if he gets claimed um, from the from the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, who we are going mm-hmm. to be facing again at the end of the month. Um, I would imagine that someone would claim him, but maybe not. Man's like an eight sixty four right now. Yeah, it's not hot, but like, what Martin Jones was when when we picked him up. I think last season, what did he have? Like a point eight seven or point eight eight or something like that. Uh, yeah. And obviously, Samsonov is making a ton, a lot more than Martin mm-hmm. Jones, right? Uh, but I think someone there, there's bound to be a team that might be like, hey, this is a guy that maybe we can try to fix up. He had a bad start of the season. Maybe we can get him going in a different situation and in a different environment and with some different bodies up front. And obviously not the the insane pressure of uh, of Toronto media barreling down on him and just staring at him. Right. I guess it would dep- depend on what team claimed him, right? Like if it's any other Canadian team, the, the spotlight does not really change size. It may change size. It doesn't change in intensity. Let me rephrase. Um, yeah. There are a couple. I, well, one ahead. quick thing, Curtis and Joseph on the chat, he said oh, the Oilers would claim Sammy. That would be hilarious. It's true. The Oilers just get in more of our secondary. More and more of last year's Leafs. Uh, yeah. Because that's their, that's their identity, actually. Don't tell them I said that, though. Um, Luke Venables, frequent flyer. Luke, what's up, buddy? Where do you think the Leafs rank on other coaches' teams to fear list? That's a good question. I think depending on where those teams play in the league, I feel like the Leafs are an out of sight, out of mind. But what I do think is other teams think the same thing that most Leaf fans do in that it doesn't really matter how good they are because they're going to floop in the playoffs. And until the Leafs uh, do more than just win a single round, see how I rephrase that? As soon Uh as they do more than just win a single round, then they're going to be considered more of a threat. But I think so far what the Leafs have been able to do this year is they have kind of the Oilers-esque, and we said this last stream as well, the Oilers-esque never say die, uh, never give up kind of give a shit this season. Mm -hmm. 
although I will say tonight was a way scrappier game against Pittsburgh just in general than I was expecting it to be. After yeah. whistles, I mean, we had a fight. I was kind of expecting Max Domi to also get a Gordie Howe hat trick because it seemed like every time the whistles blew in front of the Leafs goaltender or in front of Nedeljkovic, uh, there was there were some stinky gloves being exchanged. Um, and so it was a little bit more competitive in terms of, like, grit and snot and just pushback, uh, which was a little bit nice to see, but it was it was... It was as complete a win as you could have hoped for, I think. Right. And I think so for that reason, I think that maybe they're only in top five on a lot of teams. But I think (laughs) it might not be like the teams to fear list, but the teams to fear if you have the lead over them list. It might be the more accurate. And in that case, I think they're top of the list in terms of comebacks. Um, Although the Oilers are now fighting for that because they have decided that they're decent again. So I think that they probably make most teams top three. Uh, I don't want to have a lead against this team. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, yeah, the Oilers are just on something else right now. They lost yesterday, but other than that, they're 8-2. and two. Holy crap, this team is insane. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's definitely number one, in my opinion, of like the scariest teams right now. But the yep. Leafs, yeah, they, they got to be top three. Um, maybe it could be even number two because, hey, this is a team that clearly shows no quit, right? Yep. No matter how far down they are, they are willing and they are capable of making a comeback as we saw the, the last game, right? Where they, they got five goals in that, that third period. Um, add on to the fact that right now um, we are getting some scoring from our depth. Like I think a lot of other teams could have looked to, to um, I guess plan or strategize of trying to shut down our top guys and say, Hey, let's, let's give uh, if we can shut down these, these two lines, then that's going to put the Leafs down a lot. Uh, now we finally have some more secondary scoring coming out from our our third, fourth line and whatnot. Uh, it's it's good to see, and I think it just gives a lot more uh, a lot more options for the Leafs, and and just a, makes it harder to strategize and and plan against them, right? Uh, so yeah, they they got to be a a top team out there, and like remember. We are still missing a ton of our guys. Yep. When we when this team gets back to their full roster, like we're definitely going to be better, right? I have a lot of hope for this team, and maybe that's just like the Leafs thin inside of me where I'll never give up on this team. But I don't know. I I love this team. I think this is a really really strong team. Obviously, we're not fully healthy, and and there are going to be trades, and there are going to be um there are going to be different pickups that we do get. This I don't think this is the team that we play in the playoffs. Um, it's going to be a fun season, and I, I definitely think that this is a team that's that's scaring a lot of the 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 other teams in the league. Getting points when they probably don't deserve to. Sometimes winning <laughs> games when they don't deserve to. Sometimes forcing overtime when they have only played ten minutes of a of a sixty minute game. Uh, they yeah. haven't won any game really reasonably this year. Uh, but they did win handily tonight over the Penguins, and it was just and they really they nice also to have. See. Yeah, and in the last 15 games, I think 14 of them they've they've gotten points on, right? So that's still something that does count, right? It's just crazy. And yeah, especially when they're chasing down the Bruins and the uh for number 1 in the 
uh, in the division, right? Yeah. All those points matter. Yeah, absolutely. And at the end of the season, even though we've said it all season, uh, you don't look at it and go, oh, but that one overtime loss doesn't count. Like, a point is a point, and at the end of the season, we just hope that we have more than the next best team. Uh, mm-hmm. Question from Icarus Above. Excellent name, Icarus. Does tonight's performance without Matthews add to the argument that he is not as essential as some think overpaid? Overpaid? No. That's a hot I, take. <laughs> that's a I would almost argue that's a cold take. Uh it's almost like a lukewarm take. I guess there is some life to it, but it's sort of been dead for a little while. I think that it's inspiring to see that the Leafs can play that well without Matthews. But the only reason that the Leafs even had a conversation about getting a point last game was single-handedly because of Matthews. So mm-hmm. uh I don't think that he's overpaid, and I think that uh, even though the cap is only supposed to go up by a couple million dollars, I think it is well worth the money to know that he is going to be in our blue and our blue and white, not Tampa blue and white, for at least another five years. How about you, Harnish? What do you think? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you win and die by your your top guys, right? Today we had some great secondary scoring, but we got to remember, like this is the Pittsburgh Penguins. They are like. The bottom of of our uh, uh, of our conference, right? Yeah. I believe that they're, they're. I think they're the second worst team in the conference, right? Uh, right above uh, the Blue Jackets, right? Which so means they should have a... lost. The Leafs should have lost tonight because the Leafs don't <laughs> yeah, play well exactly. against teams that suck. I, that's why I said this last stream was true, if the Leafs true. were in the Metro, they would be losing right now because they suck against teams that aren't good. So for the Leafs, <laughs> the, this is the first they game. They curb the trend today, though. This, yes, this is the first game where the Leafs are on paper and statistically across the league supposed to completely dominate the Penguins, and they mm-hmm. did not actually do the Leaf thing and completely get caved in by a team that is at the bottom <laughs> of the standings. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. that was a breath of fresh air. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, yeah, because if they came out today and they lost, oh, my God, can you imagine the booze? Yeah. It would have been the fourth <laughs> game in a row with a with booze that are, that existed a Leafs game, and that's not a good that's not a good trend to Dubis have. Dubas would be having a field day today. Oh, my God. I don't even want to think about it. I, I'm so glad that I don't have to live in that timeline. My freaking goodness. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah have, d- go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just quickly to finish off. Yeah, Matthews is is completely uh like he, you need him to go far and yes. there's a reason why he is um top in the the goal scoring leaderboard right now. He is a top tier player, one of the best players in the league and you cannot say that he's overpaid or he's unnecessary to the team. That is a crazy statement. Yeah. Yeah, it it it's definitely against the trend of what the Leafs have done this season and last season in terms of punching down to opponents. They definitely showed up and decided that they were going to just completely dummy the Penguins tonight. And mm-hmm. I hope that Carlton enjoys feasting on the bones of Penguins because they were <laughs> served on a silver platter tonight courtesy of Max Domi, Tyler Bertuzzi, and a shutout win by Martin Jones. Do uh, you have anything else we got to talk about? If anybody else has any questions, this is your last opportunity. You got like 25 seconds, essentially. Uh, The Leafs' next play against the New York Rangers for a second Tuesday in a row on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. 
rumor has it that that is going to be the uh, John Tavares uh, 1,000 points presentation game. Uh, so make sure you check out Game Over on that day. Um, thank you for watching us. If you have watched us up until this point, uh, you can find both of us on Twitter and make sure you follow SDPN if you don't already. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lauren at the Six Harnish. Tell everybody where they can find you as well. Yeah, you can find me, Harnish underscore Patel 98 on Twitter. And make sure that after tonight, um, after tonight's show, you finish watching the Oilers game, and I believe there's a Jets game on too. And if you mm -hmm. are still awake, please do what you can to check out the other streams. Uh, we have some of the best people in terms of um, all-stars, in terms of talking about their teams here on SDPN and Game Over. Even though I'm not a fan of any other Canadian team, you will most likely catch me on other teams' Game Over streams because it's just too much fun to hang out with y'all. So if you have been here the whole time, thank you. If it is your first time, please make sure you hit like and hit subscribe. If you had a good time tonight, please make sure you come back on Tuesday because we have had a, a hell of a time having you here. Uh, that is it for Game Over for Toronto for tonight. Leafs win dominantly over the Pittsburgh Penguins and Kyle Dubas is booed out of town. Uh, we will see you all on Tuesday night. Have a great night, everybody. Yeah!